Welcome to Intersect, where church meets culture. I'm Josh Desch, pastor of Community and Discipleship at Northeast Presbyterian Church in Columbia, South Carolina, and I am joined as always by my acclaimed wife, Betsy. <laughs> acclaimed. acclaimed. Acclaimed in my mind, that's <laughs> and in my heart. Thank you. Today we will be talking about someone who truly is acclaimed in the fashion world, Mr. Tom Ford. And Bets, here's the title for the episode today, Can Lipstick Hide Eternity? Hmm. Intriguing, right? Very much so. All right, so there's this guy, Tom Ford. I did not know a lot about him until I stumbled across this article that I'm going to reference in a few minutes. But Tom Ford is an internationally famous clothing designer. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's like basically James Bond-level cool and he sells very expensive men's and women's clothes, shoes, fragrances, and watches. Yes. And apparently he's worth something. I, I, I looked up he's worth at least $500 million, maybe Ooh. more. So, Betts, um, I generally I like to get my clothes either at a great discount, mm-hmm. like big time, like it's 97% off. <laughs> Or I have been. Do you ever find ninety seven percent? You'd be surprised what you can find. Or I've been known to shop at thrift stores because mm-hmm. honestly, I grew up going to thrift stores. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, maybe uh, Tom Ford. Maybe in preparation for this episode, I should purchase some Tom Ford. But oh, lo and behold, you cannot buy Tom Ford at Walmart. <laughs> okay, can't get him at Sam's Club. True. Can't get him at Costco. Can't even get him at Target. No. Apparently, Tom Ford stuff is only sold at other places. So I went online, okay? Mm -hmm. And I found some shoes that might go well with my Sunday attire. They are (laughs) called the Leopard Wilton Chain Loafers. Mm. And they cost $2,490. Oh, (laughs) it's not bad. This is a pair of loafers that look like (laughs) a leopard was killed in the making of them. But apparently a leopard was not killed. I did check that out. Good. Uh, they're just leather. Good. Um, well, so, if, if yeah. you're looking for something for one of the ladies in your life. Okay, which would be you or my daughters, but yeah. Yes. Um, well, I just meant to our listeners. Yes. Not okay. okay. But anyway, you can pick up the Python Median Chain Natalia Clutch, and that will only set you back $3,790. Yep. So and that's that, basically like one body pump class for me. That's right. Yep, yep. <laughs> you get paid really well. <laughs> That is a that is like a full on python exterior yep. leather interior. Yep. Pythons were harmed in the making of yeah, this product. Yeah, it looks like they certainly were. Oh yeah, they they took some out. Maybe they went down to the Everglades, Tom Ford, yeah, or one of his people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh this is expensive stuff. Yes, that's You could probably point. go to Disneyland for a a purse or a pair of shoes. Mhm. And um so this is basically Tom Ford is somebody again, he's a fashion designer. And he is someone who the rich of the rich, the creme de la creme, Mm -hmm. buy his clothes, his watches, his accessories. So anyway, um, Bets, you know that I am prone to stumble across very random things in my reading Yes, I I do call you the king of random articles. King of random articles. And basically, in case the audience wants to know, if I see something that looks interesting, I'll just click on it. I don't normally read Vogue. In fact, I'm not sure I've ever read an article from Vogue before, but I saw this thing. It was like inside the world of Tom Ford or something like that. It had some intriguing looking cover. So I click on it and I read about this guy, Tom Ford, uh, who's worth a ton of money. He's kind of, I'm always, a lot of times I'm drawn to read about the people that we think 
have arrived, who've made mm-hmm. it, you know, who are kind of living the American dream times a billion, mm. you know, because so many people would say, that's just, if I could just achieve that level right. of money, fame, influence, all that. Mm. So I'm reading this about Tom Ford and his life. And of course he lives, it's not even like real life for most of us. Right. But I came across this quote from Tom Ford and I want to read it with our audience. This is from, again, an interview that he did with Vogue magazine from August 15th, 2019. And he says this to the interviewer, and I quote, I still think happiness doesn't exist. And that if we all didn't expect it to exist, we would be a lot happier. Drinking and drugs fueled many of my most creative moments. And I had an incredible fear that once I was sober, I would not be able to create. It takes some time to get yourself back. We shift our addictions, and now my addiction is work. But it brings me enormous pleasure, and it keeps my mind from the fact that we are this tiny speck of a planet in the middle of an infinite number of other planets, and everything we have, what does any of it mean? Why do we struggle? Why do we suffer? If I start down that road, it's like, guess what? I think I'll do something really important and choose a new lipstick color for 2021. (laughs) Wow. So that's where we got the title from. End quote from Tom Ford. That's where we got the title, Can Lipstick Hide Eternity? And Mm -hmm. here we have, again, Tom Ford, superstar, internationally known fashion mogul, saying, whenever I start to think about the big questions in life, I just distract myself. With lipstick. With lipstick or or maybe leopard loafers. <laughs> or the next or, collection. Or, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Or uh, um, going after a python for a purse. <laughs> he probably but, doesn't do it personally. No, but. I don't think he does that. I think when you reach his level, you got people who do the pythons for you. <laughs> but the point is, he is saying that um, he he's honest enough. This is what I give him credit for. He's honest enough to admit that he does think about the big questions of life. Actually, at another point in that interview, he admitted that he's incredibly afraid of death, mm. which is another thing that's consistent with someone who doesn't really want to face the big questions of life mm-hmm. and uh, is kind of just distracting themselves. And Betts, Tom Ford is not the only um, well-known person who has seemingly achieved it all, yeah, who this, wrestles with eternal questions. That's right. This reminded me of an interview that you and I saw with Tom Brady. This was years ago now. This was in 2005, I believe. Yes. Um, he had Tom Brady had won a third Super Bowl title in 2005. Can you imagine? He's still winning. Didn't they just win this year? He just in won 2019. His sixth. It's incredible. Yeah. So he, yeah. So he goes like 10 years with three with stuck with three rings, and then he wow. wins three and then, more. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's amazing. It's incredible that he's still playing he's at the level that he's on now. 42. 43. Yeah. In football yep. years, that's like extinct. Yeah. But anyway, yep. he's still going. So this reminded me of an interview that we had seen. I don't know if we saw it when it just came out or um, a few years ago, but Tom Brady, who here he is, he's reached the pinnacle of football, six rings. He's got a beautiful wife, beautiful kids, more money than any person knows what to do with. Um, in all ways, it seems like he's made it as a yep. human. Multiple, he's killing it. <laughs> multiple homes, he's killing it, just yeah. like Tom Ford has homes all over the world. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, here's somebody who, if anybody is killing it, it's it's Tom Brady. And so this is this really interesting interview he gave to Steve Croft of 60 Minutes, and we're going to play that audio real quick. Why do I have three Super Bowl rings and, and still think there's something greater out there for me? I mean, 
maybe a lot of people would say, hey, man, this is what it is. I reached my goal, my dream, my life is me. I thank God. It's got to be more than this. I mean, this isn't, this can't be what it's all cracked up to be. I mean, I've done it. I'm 27. And what else is there for me? What's the answer? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I mean, it's, I think that's part of me trying to go out and experience other things. But there's a, I know, I love playing football and I love being the quarterback for this team. And, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of other parts about me that I'm trying to find and different ways of expression being around. I know what ultimately makes me happy are family and friends and positive relationships with, with great people. And I think I get more out of that than anything. All right. So that is a powerful quote from Tom Brady admitting that just like Tom Ford, he is faced with the ultimate questions of life. And I love how Steve Croft says to him, so what's the answer? And he says, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, how honest, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He and Tom Ford both being honest. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Betts, what are the big questions of life? Let's just list some of these questions. And before I do that, I want to remind our, our audience of a well-known passage of Scripture. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11 says that God has set eternity in the human heart. Mm-hmm. which to me is just another way of saying uh, we know there's more to this life than just what we experience here. We mm-hmm. know that we're more than just animals. We know that life is more than just random chaos. That's right. And therefore, we ask these ultimate questions. What are some of the ultimate questions, Bets? Yeah, I think people say, why are we here? What is our purpose? How do we get here? Mm-hmm. Um. What am I living for? What constitutes a good life? Yeah. Do I matter? A valuable life? Mm-hmm. What comes next? Yes. Yep. Absolutely that. What happens the moment I die? Absolutely. That's a huge one. Um, what about those that are left behind? Mm-hmm. So many things. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a God? If so, how do you know God? All. I mean, there's just, there's many, many questions. Mm-hmm. And we all ask these questions, and we all have to give some kind of answer to these questions. And uh, Tom Ford represents one kind of an answer, which is just, I don't even want to think about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's different ways that other that other people answer these questions. You know, it's interesting. I was thinking about atheists. Atheists, ironically, are often the people that are talking about God the most. Yeah. <laughs> because they're constantly telling you that he's not real. Mm-hmm. And you kind of want to say, well, if he's not real, why are you constantly talking about him? Yeah, it's true. And so so that's sort of a different approach where it's like, I'm just going to keep saying the ultimate questions aren't even valid. Mm. They're, they're not real. They're not. The problem, though, is it's like when you when you take a ball, like a bouncy ball, and you're in the pool and you stick it under the water. And what happens? Just pops up. It just pops up. <laughs> and the the ultimate questions, they just keep popping up. And mm-hmm. I think that's why the atheists just have to keep saying, he's not real, he's not there. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> because we can't escape these questions, can we, Bets? Right. That's exactly right. And so what we want to do is we want to spend a few minutes for the rest of this podcast um, talking about different ways that uh, people deal with these questions. And there may be episodes where we go into more of sort of a combative approach of of the atheist who just wants to say none of them are real, none mm-hmm. of them 
But we want to focus more on the Tom Ford approach in this episode, which is just distract, 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 distract. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think about them. I'm, I'm, uh, because that's scary to think about them. Mm-hmm. And so here's the big and question. Not only scary, but it might change the way that I live oh, my yeah. life. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what if I arrive at a conclusion that causes me to change something? Right. So here are bets. Let's talk through these. Here are four main ways that not just people like Tom Ford, but anybody distracts themselves from facing the ultimate questions. Mm-hmm. Work. We lose ourselves in work. Mm-hmm. We like pers- lipstick colors. Like lipstick colors if you're Tom Ford mm-hmm. or leather. Or football if you're Tom Brady. Uh, exactly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow, how well is that illustrated in the fact that he's still playing into his 40s mm-hmm. and a player like Andrew Luck retired. Yeah, um, that was is, interesting. Which is pretty amazing. At 29. Be- and, and he said it was basically because his body's been destroyed by football. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so work, that's the first one. Second one, experiences. Mm-hmm. Like people who just try to fill up the passport notebook and say, I'm going to go to every possible country I can, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Another thing is possessions, mm-hmm. cars, house, a house, clothes, watches, shoes, um, all kinds of things, mm-hmm. uh, tech gear, having all the latest tech stuff. Um, okay. And then here's a fourth one, influence. Mm-hmm. People uh, can ignore the ultimate questions through, I'm just, I'm all about building my influence, whether that's through social media or or my friend group or how people see me and how people perceive me. Mm-hmm. So Bets, as you hear that list, what strikes you as uh, different ways that you see people using these four uh, approaches to ignoring the big questions of life? Yeah, I think we're all using, you know, we're all on a quest for meaning, and so that's driven in different ways for different people. Um, so, yeah, maybe you don't like your, your work at all. So that wouldn't be a way that you distract yourself from, from bigger questions. But maybe it's to say, um, I base my life on um, my desire to travel. And so I save every penny. I, you know, these are the experiences that I live for, and that's what shapes the meaning of my life. Or, um, yeah, same thing with maybe accruing as many things as you can or, you know, earning as much money as you can, which affords a certain lifestyle. Yeah, there are so many ways that we can avoid thinking about the deeper meaning of life. That's right. And and I I think a lot of these things actually work in concert with each other Mm -hmm. because you may not like your job, but then you might have this hobby that's your consuming passion, mm-hmm. and you work to just get the money to fund to, your hobby, to fund that yeah mm-hmm. your hobby or or your side hustle or the thing that really motivates you. You know, there's so many people that if you ask them, they'll say, "Yeah, this is my job," but my real, you know, my the, passion, my real yeah. passion is this over here, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily bad, Mm-mm. but it is bad if it's keeping a person from ultimately. Um, facing up to these big questions of life. Right. And, and, and here's the reality. Everyone has to give an answer to these questions. Mm-hmm. And, and what I would want to say to Tom Ford or to Tom Brady is you can lose yourself in work. And it's interesting. I think a lot of times the people that are the most successful are, are the people that have sort of completely given themselves over to that work. Mm. So, so Tom Ford, of course, he's like a lot of successful people. He's a workaholic. Mm-hmm. He is, I mean, it's interesting. He doesn't need to work anymore. 
he's right. he's achieved it all. So true. Yeah. But the article said he works more than he ever has in his life. He's mm-hmm. just pouring his life into it. Tom Brady's the exact same way because what he has to do to keep his body to be able to perform at that level. Mm-hmm. But these guys just lose themselves in their work. But ultimately, you do have to give some kind of answers to these questions. And either we are the product of a cold, uncaring universe, or there is a God. And he made us, and we have obligations toward Mm -hmm. him. Well, and also you can see the ways that people live their lives and chase their dreams based on what happens when those dreams are removed. Like, who is Tom Brady if he doesn't play football anymore? That's right. Who is Tom Ford if he falls out of favor with the world and everyone hates his clothes and no one buys them anymore? Who do they become? I mean, that's when you really have an identity crisis and you say, what is my life amounted to? Yep. And there are lots of examples of people who who go into depression, who Mm -hmm. go into different, you know... Uh, a lot of times we're just focused on the people that stay at the top. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people that were at the top or on their way to the top at one point, and then they got knocked off. Mm-hmm. And and those people do go into a down, downward spiral. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is just going back to the thing that Aristotle said, the Greek philosopher Aristotle, who said, the unexamined life is not worth living. Mm. And And that's really another way of saying you have to grapple with these ultimate questions you need to um, decide what you think about them, and there really are only a certain amount of viable answers to That's those right. questions. Mm-hmm. There, there's only a few possibilities that could really be true. Yes. And it's really unfortunate if a person has never fully considered the evidence, the logic, the reasons for for why one position is true versus another. That's right. So there's so many people out there who... Um, have not really explored Christianity. You know, they come across things like science, and they say science has disproved Christianity, Mm. or uh, the Bible contradicts itself, or all these sorts of things. And they don't even know what answers are out there to help them work through those things. That's right. So they just take them as, well, then I have to go to to this other answer. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, there's lots of great answers to these ultimate questions in life. And if there is no God... You, you face really big problems. That's right. Like there's no objective right and wrong. Yeah. And Just any- do whatever you want because what – yeah, there's, there's no basis for any kind of objective morality if you remove God from um, the picture. I, now, this is playing my nerd card big time. But one day at home, I was um, – I think I was washing dishes or something, and I turned on a YouTube video, between uh, a debate between uh, William Lane Craig, who I love, by the way. He's an apologist. I think he's a professor at Talbot School mm-hmm. of Theology out in California. But anyway, um, he's just fantastic. Half the words out of his mouth I don't understand, but I wish I did. <laughs> and then he was debating um, Sam Harris, who's the well-known Athe- Wrote, wrote a book called Letter to a Christian Nation, yes. which was a New York Times bestseller. Right. Yep. He's And he's kind of um, – he's one of what was called the new atheists – earlier within the last decade, probably. So anyway, the debate was on, I think that the subject was, can you have objective moral values and duties without God? And, you know, William Lane Craig is just very well-spoken. He's incredibly intelligent. He's also very gracious. So um, he was very winsome. And I mean, I know I'm a Christian, and so I'm prone to think this way, but Sam Harris was just kind of a mess because when you remove someone giving an ultimate standard, there's really no reason to think that people should treat other people a certain way because, you know, if you're just, if all of your 
um, life philosophy is built on the idea that we're just these um, creatures who are here for no reason. We're just highly evolved animals. Well, why should highly evolved animals treat treat each other a certain way? Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, there's no reason to. Yeah, because in nature, it's just the strong survival of the strongest, right? Like, right. Who is ever on the top of the food chain? Right. It's not like the yeah. gorillas are showing each other mercy necessarily no. you know like when a new man comes into the harem the old one's like see ya yeah yeah so no, i mean and it's not like the lion king where they're like we're gonna look after the weekend <laughs> yeah know? like exactly let's be buddies with the small animals yeah that's no, only on disney yeah it doesn't yeah. work that way <laughs> so hey i want to share an article um from science magazine this is um the name of this one is people would rather be electrically shocked than left alone with their thoughts <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wish I could make this stuff up, but reality is always better. We may have shared about this one before. We may have. We, I, I don't I know. Can't we, remember. I know we've talked about it. You and I have. We may have shared about but, it. But uh, this is this is done by scholars. This is this is the real deal here. Um, scholars like Matthew Killingsworth from a psychologist from the University of California, and um, they did so. They did this controlled experiment where they where they gave people uh, things to think about, or they said you can think about anything you want. And uh, they did that, and a lot of people responded that they really didn't like it. It made them uncomfortable. So then the researchers <laughs> – all right, so, yeah, 50% of the people said they did not like the experience at all. So, so then, listen to this. The researchers then decided to take the experiment a step further. For 15 minutes, the team left participants alone in a lab room in which they could push a button and shock themselves if they wanted to. <laughs> the results were startling. Even though all the participants had previously stated they would – pay money to avoid being shocked with electricity. 67% of men and 25% of women chose to inflict it on themselves rather than just sit there quietly and think. The team reports online today in science. Oh, that is and, so funny. Um, of course, the I results of this are disputed, but one, one expert says this, I found it quite surprising and a bit disheartening that people seem to be so uncomfortable when left to their own devices that they can be so bored and even being that even being shocked seem more enter, entertaining <laughs> and that and really that people are so uncomfortable with self-reflection we seem to be losing self-reflection -ref mm -hmm. and what goes along with that which is thinking mm -hmm. deeply so in other words tom ford put down the lipstick colors that's right and put down the the thing that shocks you <laughs> And wrestle with the questions. That's right. Right? Yep. Right, Bets. Yep. All right. Can lipstick hide eternity? We're saying no. No. But we hope that you will think through these matters because they're mm -hmm. really, really important mm -hmm. and, and that your faith would rest on solid ground, that you would find faith in the Lord Jesus and, and that you would wrestle with these ultimate questions because there are good answers. And if you're going to go buy something from Tom Ford... Save up. Save up. <laughs> Take a second job. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Intersect. Yeah. So, guys, if you want to find us uh, on Instagram, we would love for you to come and follow us. We try to post some fun stuff, and um, our handle there is Intersect Podcast. Also, if you have any feedback on today's episode, uh, give us an email. The email address is intersect at anyprez.com. We're going to link to the Vogue article and that, again, that Tom Brady interview on our show page. That is anypresbyterian.org slash podcasts. See you next time. <laughs>